Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your May 17th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business or personal needs. They offer both crop and drought insurance, and they offer LRPs on both bed and feeder cattle. If you'd like more information, head on over to their website, 4tag.net, that is the number 4tag.net. We are also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They are an exceptional ag publication. There's a publications, there's a lot of ag publications out there to choose from, but I have to say every time they knock it out of the park. Besides being a phenomenal publication, they also have the campaign Real Beef Made from Plants. And what they're doing with this campaign, they are promoting wholesome beef. They are now selling t-shirts, hoodies, and caps promoting beef. If you'd like to check out what they have to offer, head on over to abpmag.com, American Beef Producer, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. Drovers has reported, according to John Nalivka with Sterling Marketing, so far this year, the strength of U.S. beef demand has been great. During the first quarter, U.S. beef production was up 2% from a year ago. During that same quarter, the U.S. exported 12% of that production, with those exports increasing 6% year over year. The remaining 88% of our domestic production was purchased by U.S. consumers who have been willing to pay an average of 15% more than what they paid in the first quarter of 2021. All impressive numbers, according to Nalivka. From the Packers to the cow-calf man, profits are up all across the beef supply chain. For the Packers, in the first quarter of this year, the choice cutout averaged 271 per hundred weight, within, that is an 18% gain year over year. The select cutout averaged 265 per hundred weight, that is a 21% gain year over year. Now, on to the feeders. Prices for the five area direct choice steers averaged 140 per hundred weight in the first quarter of this year, and that is up 24% compared to the first quarter of 2021. With that being said, you have to consider that the cost of gain has increased 20% for feeders. Pretty significant. And finally, the cow-calf producers and backgrounders. Prices for feeder, for feeder cattle weighing between 750 and 800 pounds during the first quarter averaged $155 per hundredweight, up 15% year over year. Calf prices in the first quarter increased 20% compared to last year, with steer calves weighing between five to 600 pounds, averaging 191 per hundred weight. Nalivka closed by saying that these increased profits are needed because we have also seen in, we've also seen our input costs increase. And as we all know, input costs just haven't increased. They have gotten sky high. And hopefully this doesn't continue this uh, rate of increased input costs. And hopefully they do not stay at this level because, in my opinion, it is not sustainable. <clears throat> there is a ceiling for what cattle producers receive for their cattle. Yes, I will agree with everyone out there that says herd liquidation uh, is obviously going to affect our market. There's no doubt about that. In the coming years, we should see some phenomenal prices if the world situation doesn't screw us in the end. Um, but in my opinion, there, there's no ceiling when it comes to input costs. 
So that equation in my mind, it really doesn't work out well. So when you think back to 2013, 2014, when the cattle markets got so high and things were really good, we also saw our input costs increase at that time. And then in 15, when we saw our cattle market just fall off a cliff, input costs, they did not follow suit. They, they still stayed up there. So what I'm saying is these increased profits that Nalivka uh, refers to, yes, they are good. It is always great to see cattle producers making more, but at the end of the day, are they really making more considering how high input costs have, got, have gotten? Let's talk about feed, fuel, fertilizer. Almost all of them have doubled in price compared to what we were paying last year at this time. Maybe not, they maybe not haven't totally hit that doubling, um, that doubling price, but they are darn, darn close. So when we talk about calf prices increasing um, 20%, we can talk about feeders, they saw an increase of 24%. Does that really matter when you consider how much uh, operations are paying just to keep the wheels turning? Uh, and imagine, imagine how tough it will be when we do see our cattle prices back off, because we will. And like I said, there's no doubt that cattle prices, they're going to run up. You can't avoid it with herd liquidation, but they will come down. They will come down just like they came down uh, back in 2015. But input costs, you and I both know, they're not going to come down. They never do. So how do we, how do we survive that? It's, it's just not sustainable, in my opinion. This update is also sponsored by Ag Risk Advisors. They manage your risk so that you can manage your operation. With the weather being unstable, there is no better time to look at coverage for your feed crops than now. The annual forage deadline is right around the corner. So with their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. Ag Risk Advisors, risks averted, legacies preserved. National Beef Wire has reported that retail bacon prices in, in April climbed to $7.42 a pound, up 22 cents from the month before and up a buck 20 from 2021. This is the highest retail price for bacon on record. Bacon prices have been over $7 a pound now for nine consecutive months. So far in 2022, retail bacon prices have averaged $7.24 a pound. And finally, Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News reported yesterday, starting today, May 17th, the CME will have new cattle limits. Feeder cattle will now be able to trade a daily limit of 625 with an expanded limit of 1250. Live cattle will have a daily limit of $5 and their expanded limit will be $10. These expanded limits, they are way out of line. They are going to hurt our market way more than they will ever do us any good. We rarely see the expanded limits used to move the market upward, but we've seen it absolutely tank our market, our market time and time again when those expanded limits come into play. There's already enough volatility in our market to last a lifetime. So we're just gonna pour more into it. Let's just see how this goes. As Stuart said, this is a terrible idea. That is, a that is all I have for you guys this morning. Excuse me. I hope everyone's week is off to a great start. You guys have yourself a tremendous Tuesday. I'll catch you later.